Hello and welcome back to The Furnace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Christendom no longer exists, said Pope Francis, speaking to the Roman Curia in 2019. I relay these words on the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, where the Gospel today speaks of appearance and reality, that what appears externally does not reflect what is going on internally, as Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah, These people honour me only with lip service, while their hearts are far from me. The Venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen, in 1974, summed it up well. We are at the end of Christendom, not of Christianity, not of the Church, but of Christendom. Now, what is meant by Christendom? Christendom is economic, political, social life as inspired by Christian principles. That is ending. We've seen it die. And yet Sheen goes on to say, These are great and wonderful days in which to be alive. It is not a gloomy picture. It is a picture of the church in the midst of increasing opposition from the world. And therefore, live your lives in the full consciousness of this hour of testing and rally close to the heart of Christ. End quote. Now, there is a lot of talk in church circles today about the new evangelization and going from a maintenance church to a church of mission. Yet, despite all these calls for the church to be missionary disciples, the obvious question to ask is, why does it seem like nobody is moving? Now, going on from Pope Francis's observation, it seems that the church is still operating in a culture of Christendom, that is, a culture understood as Christianity still taking center stage in the grand narrative of the culture, holding key institutions of the society. Now, in a traditional Christendom culture, it is in a sense fine to operate under a maintenance model in the good sense of the word because since the church already has a strong mark on education, law, government, influencing art, architecture and literature, we can still operate under a business-as-usual model. Yet the danger of a Christendom culture is that it can encourage complacency and lukewarmness. When there is Christendom, our devotions in spiritual life can become merely conventional, losing any sort of radicality and therefore possess no attractiveness. People tend to profess Christianity, and that is the norm, but living the faith as a true disciple is not the norm, but the exception. Now in the West, because the church has so many institutions, offices and buildings, we are more prone to Jesus' warning in today's gospel to reduce the faith to its visible expressions, the buildings we own, the number of people in our institutions, and the lip service in our prayer. But as Jesus warns, the heart can be truly away from Christ. And yet, the reason why Sheen says this is an exciting time to be a believer is because that age of Christendom is falling away. And we are entering into an apostolic age only if and when we acknowledge it. Acknowledge what? 
that the church is no longer the major influence in the society's overarching narrative, as Pope Francis, Benedict and John Paul II have expressed in one way or another, that in one sense Christendom has indeed died. But this is precisely where we'd rediscover our apostolicity, going back to circumstances and spirit of the apostles themselves. Because in an apostolic age, the church understands herself to be now very different to the world around her, and therefore several things can happen in such an age. One that believers realize the genuine cross of remaining faithful during such a time. The great adventure of the faith rises again because the church realizes in an apostolic age that every Christian is by necessity a witness and an evangelist. Moreover, there is a greater necessity for holiness and purity of intention because one realizes that the possibility of suffering for the faith escalates. But because of such hostility from the world, the temptation in this age is not hypocrisy which arises out of complacency. No, the temptation in this world, in this age, is cowardice because of the high cost of being a missionary disciple. Of course, the problem today is that there are many of us who still adopt this Christendom mentality, a business-as-usual mentality. But it is this precise call during this peculiar moment in time that we need to emerge out of the ruins of a once Christendom culture and once again let the Holy Spirit inspire us as he did the apostles to bring about authentic missionary discipleship and saints. As G.K. Chesterton said, each generation is converted by the saint who contradicts it most. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.